Hello, and welcome to the Cultivating Confidence podcast. I am your host, Dr. Nicole Grams. I am a life coach who specializes in anxiety, health, and human design. And I also happen to be a functional medicine pharmacist. This podcast is a compilation of conversations that I've had with clients and colleagues. So listen in as we explore the mind, body, and soul's confidence in its many forms. On today's Unscripted, I have a very special guest. Her name is Dr. Katie Johnstone, and she is an amazing functional medicine pharmacist based in Maine. I hope you enjoy this special episode where we dive right into the relationship you have with your past and future selves, and we talk about holding space for negativity and so much more. All right, Katie, what's on your mind today? I was thinking about future self and younger self like your younger self what would my like 10 year old what would 10 year old Katie yeah pointed that I'm not doing now Uh uh-huh like what would she what would she and I I have a list of things and then future self, looking back on current self, what sure. would she be disappointed that I'm not doing? Whoa. Okay. So let me just note that both of those things were pretty negative yeah. right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> Why not look at what past self and future self are proud of you for right now? Mm. Because right. like when I think about my past self and I think about where I'm at right now, I would be absolutely friggin' blown away with what my life looks like now compared to what I thought it would look like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So which one is more inspiring for you? Like, is it more helpful to think about what you're doing wrong or like maybe (laughs) celebrate yourself about the disappointments or about (laughs) what I'm proud of myself for? Yeah. And it's like where we are, I've heard it before where we're Velcro to, to negative things and Teflon mm-hmm. to positive things. And mm-hmm. that's like so true. So, yeah. Yeah. And I am the kind of person that I always think of myself as super positive, but then I'm always leaning towards negative yeah. things. I mean, well, and that, I, I feel like that's the funny thing. I also thought I was super, super positive for most of my life. And then when I started going through coaching and reading self-improvement, self-development things, I had this dawning realization one day of, oh my God, I'm the problem. It's me. Like it's me. It's coming from within the the building. Like the phone calls coming from within. (laughs) So true. It's so true. Yeah. And you know, I'm. I'm very grateful for that because it does make you kind of just notice it and mm-hmm. oh okay well what do I do with that you mm-hmm. know and don't try to push it away because maybe that's what I would have tried to do before if I caught myself um being negative is being oh just no ignore that right like, right away rather than sitting with it and having the feeling and feeling mm-hmm. okay with the feeling and realizing yeah. that it's okay to have negative emotions. Yep. They are part of life. I would encourage experiencing them. <laughs> like it's okay because they make 
the good emotions have something to compare to. If you're mm-hmm. trying to be happy all the time, right? pushing down all the negative thoughts, then you have nothing to, to compare it to. Right. Well, and I feel like no matter what life is going to be 50, 50, half yeah. of it's going to be on the positive end, half of it's going to be in the negative end. And it just makes it, it just opens it up like, oh, okay. Yeah. Half of my like, life is going to be negative. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. And the re- it's the resistance to the negative that can, like I, how I've explained it in the past to people is like, yes, it's 50, 50, but if you're focusing on not feeling the negative 50, you're going to be skewed towards the negative. Yeah. Because if you think you're only supposed to feel positive things, that's where you get like, oh, well, I'm not feeling the, you know, I'm not feeling 90% right now. If a hundred is like the happiest you could ever feel and zero is like the deepest depths of depression, right? Like if you're thinking, oh my gosh, because I'm not feeling 80 or 90%, like something's wrong with me, then you're just pulling yourself into more negative. You're going to spend more time at the 20, 30, 40% mark and, and think you have a chemical imbalance. Right. Right. Maybe not. Yeah. Well, and chemical imbalances are part of it for sure. It can be, but like, it's definitely not. Yeah. That that's not specifically what we're talking about here. Yeah. 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 It's fascinating though. And that, you know, it took me 37 years to realize that. Right. You know? And so sometimes I, I think, you know, in the deepest, darkest moments of my life, um, how much stronger I am because of those times, you know, Mm -hmm. like, um, losing my dad at a relatively young age, like 26, Mm -hmm. um, you know, has made me be able to help people who, well, maybe not just help them, but just sit, let them sit with their, their loss, you know, Mm -hmm. if they've had a loss of a parent or, you know, because some, I think so many times people don't really know what to say when somebody loses somebody. Yeah. You know, I kind of just, I'm like, yeah, that sucks. This is the part that sucks. Yeah. You know? And so I'm, it's like that hard part is part of me. And Mm -hmm. as much as it was terrible and awful and the worst day of my life, um, it was a big part of who I am now, you know? Yeah. And going through that grief process, I mean, it's different for everybody, but it, it's not something that you can just like, I feel like so many people want to go jump in and try to fix it or try to like pull you out of the negative. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great thing that you brought up of the, like, basically holding space for people to be feeling negative emotions because so many people swoop in wanting to fix it, wanting to cheer you up. Oh, like think about how great everything was. I do. Yeah. Let's celebrate light with the life that he had or, you know, whatever version of that. And it's kind of like, yeah, I don't want to feel happy right now. Yeah. Yeah. So just allow me to feel like crap and feel grief and feel sadness and feel despair and all of these things. Yeah. Mm. And it sucks. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And I will say like having gone through um, my grandma's death over half a year ago now, um, that 
me having the awareness of what was going on in my own emotions made the process so much easier for me Mm. where like, I've never grieved anything with this kind of this level of awareness before. Mm. And it was just kind of like, no, this is the part where I feel sad. And I literally would say that to myself in the middle of my work day, or, you know, in the middle of the grocery store, wherever the, the feeling hit, you know, it was just like, I just get to feel sad right now. Yeah. Yep. Mm. And then be proud of ourselves for allowing us ourselves to holding space for ourselves to have all these yeah. emotions and be human. And then it translates into helping other people because you can sit with yourself mm-hmm. with those emotions. I mean, I feel like we take, you know, we bring our phones to the bathroom with us. Like we can't sit with ourselves right. for more than two minutes. You know, we can't even <laughs> see without looking at what the world is doing. Right. Um, you know, and so being able to just sit with yourself and and be comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we've come a long way in today's world with technology and everything, but man it doesn't make for a nice, nice time with yourself and no. just sitting with, with your thoughts. Right. Well, yeah. And so many of my clients have had issues. Like they don't want to spend time with themselves. If nobody else is in the house, if their spouse is away, if they're, you know, whatever, it's so hard to spend time with yourself when you're not kind to yourself. Right. When you're worried about like, I mean, I can see it in my own past of the, like, I'm just going to sit here and criticize myself all day. So what do I want to do that for? I would much rather be scrolling. I would much rather be eating or talking to somebody or, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Because I also like am that person. So Mm -hmm. no judgment here. Like my phone everywhere. I'm constantly doing the just check, just check, just check just check Instagram, just check, just check email, just check yeah. this. And, you know, sometimes just like put the phone away, mm-hmm. put it on airplane mode, go sit down, go sit in the sun. Yeah. I turned <laughs> off all my notifications for social media things. Oh, and it's like, so I'll only open them when I actually think to do it on my own versus yeah. seeing notifications and compulsively checking them. <laughs> it's been very freeing. Like anybody trying to contact me on Facebook can wait you know, half a day if I don't think about looking and yeah, that was one of the best ideas I've had for myself. Now I got to figure out how to turn off email notifications. I know. I can't stand the little like red. Yeah. Numbers like type a. Yeah. You got to get rid of them. Right. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to bring it back to the future self past self stuff that we started out with. Yeah. So looking at it through the lens of like, what would 10 year old you be proud of right now? I have come so far and been able to transform like so many different parts of my life. Yeah. Physically, mentally, um, you know, even in my career, just being a pharmacist, um, I think, you know, 10 year old Katie would look and say, Oh my God, she's a pharmacist. She has doctor in front of her name. She can wear the white coat. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but then, you know, I'm also moving towards health and wellness and helping people um, get, you know, get off of their medications potentially and, you know, not rely so much on them. And um, so, yeah, I think she would be also proud of that for kind of stepping out of the mold, Mm. you know, and being different. Um, Being brave. Being brave. (laughs) (laughs) Being vulnerable. Yeah. And, you know, we're working on that and doing scary things you know um yeah yeah awesome and that so I'm just gonna make an observation that even that little bit was probably hard for you to say out loud right yeah like it's impossible sometimes like if you're not used to doing this sort of work to be like, yeah, look at how great I am yeah. because I we're so, I have to type it out and put it on my vision board. Like look <laughs> at all the things you've done. Read that every day. Yeah. You do mind yourself, you know? Right. Yeah. How easy is it to fire off all the things that I need to do? And yeah. And, and the ways that you're deficient. And that is like front of brain ready to go. Like bang, 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 bang. Mm-hmm. The other stuff. It's like, oh Yeah. Let's, uh, let's give you some props there. You're doing good. Yeah. You're doing good at this thing called life. <laughs> that nobody knows what they're doing at. <laughs> no, none of us know what we're doing. Not a book. The, <laughs> the myth, the myth of being an adult. So you get some things figured out, but you're just completely clueless about most of it. <laughs> Especially if you were a Disney kid. Oh, I just thought animals were going to help me. And there was going to be a horse involved yeah there's going to be a knight in shining armor for sure yeah (laughs) I mean I do have animals involved so yeah yeah, partially true right (laughs) (laughs) yeah nobody's nobody's going to come save you and like honestly like one of the best realizations I think I've had was more to the effect of like nobody's going to save you like it's up to you and it's a it's a big, like, you can take it as a big slap in the face of the like damsel in distress. Nobody's ever going to save me. And I'm going to stay here forever in my pit of despair. Or like, you can look at it as, you know, that's the best news ever because I don't have to wait on anybody else to do anything in order for me to change my life and for me to really stand up and for me to take control of what's happening in my situation. Yes. Yeah. Like you have the authority over your life. Oh yeah. And that's what is awesome. And what also sucks <laughs> yes. because there's no, there's not going to be a perfect time. Yeah. Things and it's- you want to do that you, that you have to do, you know, like nobody's going to come in and be like, okay, now's the time to change your career. Now's the right. time to get that, you know, get yeah. out of the relationship or yeah. Or change your body or change your diet. Like that's, it's not, it's not going to be comfortable, you know? No, no. And there might be people, I mean, there might be people pressuring you to get married and have babies and all these things, but like, if that's not what you actually want to do, mm. <laughs> you don't got to do it. 
Right. Yeah. And I mean, I put my own pressure on myself to like, okay, in 10th grade, I had my whole life planned out like, okay, I'm going to go to pharmacy school and then I'm going to have a hot husband and then we're going to have some cute babies and we're going to like, by the time I'm 25, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> for sure, this is how my life is going to work. But <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll just be able to coast for the rest of my life in this career that I have. That's so wonderful and fulfilling. And then you get to it and it's like, all right, where's the happiness? Oh, uh, where'd that happiness go? Where did, where's that? When's that part coming in? I pay for. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one of the, uh, that's another big lesson that I've had of the, like, if you don't practice feeling happy on the way to your goal, you're not going to be happy when you get there. Boom. Yeah. And that's- like, I feel like there, this as an example for people trying to lose weight mm. is an easy example to understand, but applies to so many different layers of your life where it's like, okay, when I lose 50 pounds or whatever it is, like, I'm going to be so happy. I'm going to be proud of myself. I'm going to be, you know, all these things. And then it's like, okay, you'll be that for about 20 minutes. And then you'll go, if you haven't practiced being that, you're going to go right back to self-criticism and, oh my God, I hope I don't mess this up. I hope I don't, you know, like I got to stay worried about this the whole time. Otherwise it's, I'm going to gain it all back. Like I have 20 times before. And this is like, so true because how often is it? I just want to lose 20 pounds. I just want to get back to my college weight. Yeah. Then what? Yeah. Right. Like, but why? And I'll be happy. Right. So, what, but what will, what will that weight bring you? Like, how will you, how do you want to feel? And I literally just did this with myself, like with my coach, mm-hmm. um, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds. And then I'm like, all right, Katie, buh, 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 rewind. Why? Like, mm-hmm. what will that mean to you when you get there? When, when that certain, you know, number happens, like, how do you want to feel when you get there? you know, I want to feel proud. I want to feel like I can do what I put my mind to. I want to feel like I keep the promises I make to myself. And, you know, that like, that's how I want to feel in that moment. And so I'm going to feel that now I'm going to feel proud of myself now at my current, you know, situation, size, weight, whatever, Mm -hmm. and and continue that on because that's what gets you through Mm -hmm. the moments. Right. Being, being in a certain size jeans isn't what's going to help say no to the chips and the salsa at the Mexican place because no, they're going to because they're so freaking good. You do not just have eight chips. Okay. Who has eight chips? Yeah. I'll stop when the basket's done. Bro, bring out another bowl. We need yeah. bowl. I still have some salsa left. Like this needs to get eaten. Fill, it's so tasty. Fill that up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is like, if you wait until you have accomplished your goal to be happy, like you're just wasting your life, not Mm -hmm. being happy when you could choose that because happiness is an emotion that you feel. It's not a state that you reach. Yeah. Right. How many millionaires are there that are miserable? So many. I mean, there's people of every income level that think, oh, when I get to X, whatever, when I get this level of success, when I accomplish this thing, that's when I'll be happy. And that's why, that's how you get people going out there and getting 75 different degrees and like endless pursuit of certifications. Endless certifications. 
<laughs> right? I need to learn more. I just need yeah. to, I just need to have more initials after my name. Yeah. I just need more quizzes and tests. Mm-hmm. Personality tests and like then I'll figure out why I have my way. laptop, you know. Yeah. On social media, like instead of putting myself out there into the community. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, and I th- it all stems from this like well, I'm not good enough as is. Mm. Mm. Like what would happen if you believed that you were right? Like how would that change life for every, like literally every human on the planet yeah. to just believe like I'm worthy of love. Just, sub- just substitute in a thought, right? Just sub it out. Yeah. You can and it, sometimes it's as easy as like, oh, I'm going to think this now. And a lot of times it's very much not because we've all been conditioned for so many years to just beat the crap out of ourselves Yeah, over and over every day. And we are the only just ones that on we can't escape. We're just our own bullies that just keep going on forever. Yep. We would never talk to our friends and daughters the way that we talk to ourselves yeah like imagine if you could talk to yourself like you talk to your daughter yeah imagine if you could talk to your future self (laughs) or your past self like that like a lot of us from a different perspective of looking back on past self like I think there's a good trying to think of how to say this um like it, it's easy to slip into, oh, well, I didn't do good enough. I didn't do well enough, whatever the word is supposed to be there. But I, I was inadequate in so many ways. And we can look at our past selves and see all of that. Or we can look at past self and say, look at all the crap that she went through or he went through or they went through that got me to where I am today. Mm. And I am damn proud of past self for going through all that, even when I didn't feel like I was enough. Yeah. And we can look at ourselves present day through that lens from future self. Yeah. Like right now, if I wasn't busy being hard on myself, what would I be doing? Yeah. Like if it wasn't a problem that I, you know, insert whatever here. If I didn't have to be perfect at everything, (laughs) what would I be doing? Yeah. You know, if I didn't have to plan and prepare and rehearse, you don't think I didn't write notes for this podcast? (laughs) And then I was like, I specifically told you not told me to bring a blank sheet of paper. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The second page is blank. (laughs) Those are the notes. Yeah, because I specifically it, said we don't need to prepare anything. And, yeah. it, you know, I want to be good at everything. I want to be good at work. I want to be good at friendships. I want to be good at relationship. I want to be good at dog training. I want yeah. to be good at everything. But then it's like, I'll just need to watch one more webinar. I just need to do one more right. thing. I just need to, you know, show up for everybody. I need to answer every single message that somebody sends me immediately, even if it means interrupting a current conversation that I'm having. Um, and then, yeah, it's like, you want to be good at everything and then you're good at nothing. Yep. Cause it's so much pressure and then you get overwhelmed and then you sit there and you're like, I can't do any of this stuff. So then you don't take action on any of it. Right. Right. (laughs) Instead of like 
Just Thanks, brain. Breaking it down. Yeah. Like baby. So baby steps, right? Like yeah. what is one thing I can do today? Mm-hmm. You know, five minutes, 10 minutes, one minute. What's one thing? That's it. And just yeah. focus on that and not try to plan and rehearse everything in my life because then it sets me up for disappointment mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. You know, I have a friend of mine who recently we were talking about something that she was super stressed out about, super worried about. And I was like, well, I don't know. I just, you know, whatever, like don't care or something like that. I don't remember specifically what it was about, but, and she, she looked me dead in the eye and she's like, what's it like to just not care like that? I'm like pretty friggin' liberating. I don't know. I feel so much better. <laughs> Like it's kind of the best. And it's not that I don't care about anything. It's just that like, when it comes to people judging me, people thinking something about me, like me feeling like I'm in at like being my own bully. Like if I just stop believing all of that and stop believing that that's the important part of life, like that's when my life got so much better. Cause I was like, what if I just did what I want to do? What does that even mean? I didn't even know for a while. And then it was like, oh, when I give myself the space to find out, a lot of things happened. (laughs) A lot of good, a lot of freedom. (laughs) Yeah. And then I started taking steps towards doing all these things and opportunities presented themselves. And I was blown away at how far I've been able to, and, and obviously through the whole process, the last couple of years that I've been working on being a coach, working on being a functional medicine provider, you know, all these things, I have so much doubt and fear and anxiety and worry along the way. But also when I do take that perspective of like, what would even 25 year old me be thinking about what I'm doing right now. Like she'd be pretty freaking impressed. Like she had no idea any of this was coming. Dang self. Like you're Dang. doing good. <laughs> Look at you go. Yeah. <laughs> I should just get a little tattoo. That's like future self right here. So I just look at it and I'm like, she's going to be proud, you know? Cause the other yeah. thing is like, I don't want to spend too much time in the future and in the past. Right. That's like worry and anxiety. Right. And it's like, let's be proud of, of ourselves as we are right now. Mm -hmm. Like, how can we do that? Because that's where the gold is. Yeah. You know, and just finding, finding little things, even if it's like, just if it's about your body, you know, just like I, today I woke up and I walked around like I was able to do laundry or something you know what I mean Mm -hmm. something so minute you didn't run a marathon right you didn't throw ropes around at the gym and that's okay yeah you know I'm capable today I'm proud of myself today yeah what can I do today I like that and, and like, you can apply it in many different ways of the, like, what can I do to reach this goal? That's, that feels super overwhelming right now. Mm. What can I do today? 
And sometimes that's like taking a nap because you're exhausted. You didn't sleep well, you know, and you happen to have an extra hour in the middle of the day, like, okay, yeah. Take care of yourself today. And that will get you towards your goal. Because if you're running yourself ragged and you're not taking care of yourself, that's going to make it even harder to actually achieve most of the goals that we have set for ourselves. Right. Your body is keeping score. Right. So if, if you're running around, go, 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 you know, taking care of everybody else, your cup is literally emptying and it will, it will be totally empty. And then you won't have anywhere to pour from, Mm -hmm. you know, can't be filling everybody else's cup. If yours is empty, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. And it, it feels so selfish to do that sometimes it does. And that's another, another one of those things where I was like, well, I just don't care about that. Like, I don't have to believe that. Mm. I don't have to believe that it's self. Like I literally just got back from a massage. I was running late to our call right now because I got, I still have greasy massage hair and I'm feeling wonderful. Right. But I immediately (laughs) went into the, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be back in time to start the, uh," you know, so Brina obviously had, had to have a say about how I was being inadequate. And I just texted you. I'm like, all right, well, I'm running a couple minutes late. And then I didn't think again about it because I'm like, this is just what I have right now. I cannot control traffic. I got a little too chatty at the reception desk. Like, (laughs) and that's okay. We're just going to do this when we can. And, and it is only going to cause me suffering if I sit here and worry about it. Yeah. Yep. There's freedom. I heard something yesterday that just was like, wow, that, that is, that is dynamite. Um, you know, looking at like, this is again, from like the body perspective, Mm -hmm. um, and the future self pass self, like looking at a picture of an event or something that you went to like five years ago, three years ago, and thinking about in that moment, what was I insecure about? Mm. Like, oh, my arms look fat or Mm -hmm. my I'm not sucking in enough or, oh, those pants are ugly. And like what I wasn't being present in that moment because I was worried about like what I looked like and, yeah. you know, what immediately checking the picture after it's taken, right. you have to delete that. So, you know, right. I didn't look perfect. And instead of being there and, and being like, wow, that was such a like amazing opportunity. Or mm-hmm. I was with, you know, a friend that lives far away for her wedding or for her bachelor bachelorette party or like I was with like a friend's dad who you know I don't get to see a lot of the time and it's it's very special to me you know it's like I heard that and I was like damn Mm -hmm. that is me (laughs) (laughs) you do I, I mean I'm a picture person and I have all these pictures and I look back and I'm like oh my god that was so fun but like was I, was I being present in that moment? Yeah. And having the fun. Yeah. You know? Or was I worried about, or was I worried my muffin top? A little too obvious. obvious. Right. right. <laughs> it was the wrong dress. Should have found my other dress. Right. Put some spanks on. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And I think the picture thing is a, is a pretty big struggle that so many people have when I was, I went to a bachelorette party this past weekend 
And like, there's, you know, bride wants pictures of everything always, which is great because like, otherwise you're not going to get pictures. Nobody else is going to do this for you. And I'm so glad that she was vocal about like, nope, basically every bar we left, we are taking a group picture. Um, but like listening to some of the ladies that I was with that I didn't really know very well. And it was like, oh no, we have to retake this. That looked terrible. Like, but do you oh, you're really triggering the coach in me like just be ha- like the, uh, and there <laughs> talk nice to yourself there's a couple of coaches that inspire me the most of anybody on the planet um two for sure that i know have publicly made a statement that like at one point i just decided that every picture of me was a good picture of me and i'm not going to spend my time worrying about you know, in this case, which picture my publicist chooses or whatever. But like in that moment, that's what I looked like as a human person. Okay. I'm not going to worry about Photoshop to cover up any, whatever it is that I think yourself out. And like, that was such a novel concept for me when I first heard it. And now it's like, yeah, I certainly have critiques about my own pictures when I look at them. And I'm also able to let that go because when I I've consciously looked through, you know, and Facebook after several years out of high school, half the class is 50 pounds heavier. And like, <laughs> you know, like I, that's just kind of how, how it works. And you look at the pictures and you can have all these thoughts about, oh my God, this person got fat. That person got fat. Like, well, now I'm that person. Great. <laughs> and also like, I'm looking at the pictures that people are posting. And I'm like, look at how happy they look. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with how many fat cells they have (laughs) in their body. Like, nope, they're just enjoying their time with their family and their new daughter or their new puppy or their, you know, vacation that they went on. I bet they had a great time. And like, just thinking about how much time I spent worrying about what my body looked like and what other people were thinking about it. Like, it's just insane to me. You know, like how much energy is, is put into all of that. And it's, it's similar to, to like when I think people go to the gym or if they're not comfortable at the gym, they won't go to the gym because they're not mm-hmm. comfortable at the gym. Yeah. Everybody thinks that other people are watching you. <laughs> yeah. At the gym. Mm-hmm. Nobody's watching you at the gym most of the time. And if they are, they, it's not, they are their- thinking the same thing. Yeah. And if, if they are, it's none of your business, what they're thinking, what other people think of you is none of your business. Yeah, exactly. And I love that. Yeah. Like having that confidence and comfort in your own skin is one of the most liberating things that I have learned how to do. It's a learned skill. It's learned. And sometimes it's fake. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's a fake it till you make it sort of thing. A big fake it till you make it. But yeah, there was, um, I think it was a swimsuit or something that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put this on and pretend like it's normal when I go. And I was so insecure the whole time and not the whole time, but like starting out, I was like, well, I'm just gonna, you know, take my towel off now and lay down and see what happens. And guess what? guess what? Not one single person came up and told me how terrible I looked. (laughs) (laughs) Not even one and laughed at you. It was crazy. Yeah. (laughs) And I tell people too, when they get, 
you know, and you know, same, this is, this is me talking to me as well Mm -hmm. about the number on the scale. Yeah. How many times does that send you into a spiral? Yeah. You know, it's not tattooed on your forehead, how much you weigh. No. And nobody cares. And the number on a scale should not be the overriding factor of how you're feeling that day. Exactly. So like crazy is that before, you know, think to yourself, like, before I do this, how do I want to feel about my body? Because you can guarantee most of the time that you're going to, depending on that, what that number says, it's going to change how you feel for sure. And it's a good thing to practice of like, before you step on the scale, you get to decide how you feel, especially if like, well, especially anytime ever you do this, but like, especially if you're on like some sort of new regimen or like you started changing your diet or you started moving your body more. you are going to have fluctuations in your weight up and down. And like sometimes within the same week, I've got like a seven pound weight fluctuation just based on every day. Yeah. Yep. Like, like inches can be coming off, but that number ain't moving. And it's like, you just want to throw it out the window. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because if that, if that's the only marker for how happy you are with yourself and your body, like we got to throw the whole thing out. We got to throw it out the window. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. Cause it's not, it's not a healthy relationship to have. Right. So that's why like, as you're standing in front of your scale, you decide how do I want to feel about my body? No matter what Mm -hmm. that, that number then just becomes data that you can use and make tweaks. And then there's not a bunch of mind drama that pulls you down and makes you more likely to stand in your pantry and grab whatever it is that you can grab. And because you're not feeling bad about the number. Butter filled pretzels. Yeah. (laughs) They're delicious. Yeah, exactly. That was a a little rant. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we wrap her up for today, Katie, what are your big takeaways? Oh, being nice to myself in Mm. the present moment. Yeah. And yeah, being proud of myself, being, being grateful for all the things that have got me here and stop worrying so much about all the things I have to do and all the things I didn't do. Right. First of all, all the things I didn't do, I can't change. Right. They didn't need to be done if they weren't done. They weren't done. And that's okay. Yep. Well, thank you for being with me here today, Katie. This was fun. It's been a pleasure. Unscripted. (laughs) Huh? I liked this being unscripted because, you know, I tried to script it. Didn't work, did it? Didn't work. (laughs) It worked out better because I don't even know what I wrote. Thank you for taking the time to listen in today. Many of you will be able to take the ideas that you've heard and apply them in your daily life. And that's really all you need. That's amazing. But for those of you who could use a little one-on-one help with how to make these things actually work for you in your real life, please reach out. The link to schedule a consult with me is in the show notes. You don't have to do this alone. See you soon.